In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Matthew eleven twenty eight. Our topic for today is rest. Our Lord promises, Come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. No doubt you have heard these words from Jesus before, but like one who plows a field for the first time at the age of 65 and says in the setting of the sun, I never knew what work was until today. So we can go about our entire lives never knowing rest haphazardly slugging through our day with our to-dos and to-bees, we struggle ever to even find it. I want to begin with this thought, and it is only a thought, but I can't help but wonder it after looking back upon my own upbringing and this pandemic, and the many parents and children who I've encouraged over the last five years as your pastor in my own parental struggles. Consider with me this thought, Were you raised to be a hard worker? I hope so. Hard work is, after all, a very good thing. But were you also raised to know what rest is? Or are you like me in that you were raised to be a hard worker, but never really shown what rest was supposed to be. See, hard work in and of itself is a good thing, but without rest, does not hard work become rather draining, leading to perfectionism, burnout, restlessness, anxiety, and fatigue, weary bones, and heavy-laden children? It's just a thought, but one I'd like to plant here at the beginning. Are you teaching your own children what rest looks like just as much as you teach them what hard work looks like? Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord your God. The scholars rightfully note that the commandment which the Lord spends the most time explaining to us out of all the commandments is this one. Remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. Is it because he cares that much about this command? Or does he know that we just need that much help in understanding it? Or is it because he knows what lies ahead of us? Regardless, our Lord says, he commands, Do not do any work, you or your son or your daughter, your male servant or your female servant, or your livestock or the sojourner who's within your gates. For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea and all that is in them, and rested on the seventh day. Therefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day, and he made it holy. And also rest is found in the perfection of the Garden of Eden, in the very beginning of the scriptures, in Genesis, in God himself. And on the seventh day, God finished his work that he had done, and he rested on the seventh day from all his work that he had done. And so God blessed the seventh day, and he made it holy, because on it, God rested from all his work that he had done in creation. So not only is rest eternally important to God, 
He commands it. But God himself rests. And if God, who is the creator of all things, rests, then you, as a mere creature, must certainly rest. Because God needs rest, and you are not God. And so then even more, you need rest. So when's the last time you rested? Do we even know how to rest or what rest is? Joseph Pieper in his book, Leisure, the Basis of Culture, argues that we as a civilization have lost the ability to rest. I recommend the book to you. It is a very good read, and I think he's right. Henry Nowen writes this in a recent book. Just look for a moment at your daily routine. In general, we are very busy people. We have many meetings to attend, many visits to make, many things to do. Our calendars are filled with appointments, our days and weeks filled with engagements, and our years filled with plans and projects. There's seldom a period in which we do not know what to do. And we move through life in such a distracted way that we do not even take the time and rest to wonder if any of the things we think, say, or do are worth thinking, saying, or doing. We simply go along with the many musts and oughts that have been handed down to us, and thus we are busy people, just like all other busy people, rewarded with the rewards which are rewarded to busy people. These authors, along with many, many other Christian theologians and thinkers, they've been crying out, especially over the last two or three decades, mostly upon busy, distracted, and deaf ears. They've been crying out for attention to a deadly pandemic that has swept over our civilization and has already found its way into every home and already infected every man, woman, and child that nobody knows how to rest anymore. And a person, an entire civilization that has forgotten how to rest, has ceased to live. Does rest not seem incredibly evasive today? Like, does it seem like it's hidden, just out of reach, like trying to catch the wind? Could it be that we are the ones whom Jesus says these things are hidden from the wise and understanding. Has true rest been hidden from us in our tech-driven culture? Have we become too wise for our own good, thinking that we know everything we already need to know? I can't help but wonder, and it is just a thought, If God has hidden rest from our world and left us all to die in our own devices without rest, without worship, without him, as St. Paul warns us, they became futile in their thinking and their foolish hearts were darkened, and claiming to be wise, they became fools, and exchanged the glory of the immortal God for images resembling mortal man and birds and animals and creeping things. Therefore, God gave them up to their own devices because they exchanged the truth about God for a lie and worshiped and served the creature 
rather than the creator. So a mother, she goes about her day raising children, earning income, preparing meals, cleaning, planning, listening, guiding. She comforts, she nourishes, she spends long hours tending to the needs of her family and with weary bones and bruised and calloused fingers and heart and an overburdened mind, she daily rises and she will do it all over again and again and again for the benefit and well-being of her family. And a faithful worker you are, training, developing your skills, applying your craft with precision, compassion for your job, calculating, measuring, signing, showing, manufacturing, working, teaching, seeing the client, the patient, the student, or that livestock through to the goal of the day. You give your heart and your soul to the job so that God's children would be educated, fed, protected, grow. You clock in and you clock out and you give the sweat off your back and you find joy in your labor and hard work it is rewarding and it is good. But when does the mother stop and receive? Like Mary, who sits at the feet of her Lord and receives what he has come to give her. No longer drawn to worshiping the creature and the people and the things around her, but worshiping the creator and him alone drawing from his strength. When do you exchange the glory of pleasing man and doing and fulfilling and working and pleasing what man wants with the glory of the immortal God? To worship God is simply to receive from God what he has come to give you. Resting in his promises, worshiping him, receiving him. Like sleep to the body, so rest is a gift to the soul, which nourishes us and refreshes the bones. To worship God is simply to rest in God's gifts, to receive what God has come to give you, humbly trusting at his feet, God doing all the work, and here you are. You have come to receive his work, hands wide open. I'm here, Lord, to receive what you have promised to give me today. And Jesus has come to give it in full measure. Come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Dear saints at Trinity, true rest is yours in Christ Jesus, your Savior who has set you free by his own blood and gave up his life so that you could rest in his grace. Rest from your imperfections, from your sin. Rest for your weary and heavy laden soul. Rest for your overburdened mind and schedules. Jesus comes to give you every good thing. For he is the one who received whate'er his lot may be from the Father upon the cross, and so he rested knowing that even in death it is well with his soul.
and so it is for you. For Christ is risen from the dead, and his rest is yours, whatever your lot may be. So come to the table today, hands wide open, and receive what he has promised to give you in this meal. True rest, his very life to you. And so here we are, Lord, with our children to worship you, to receive what you have come to give to us so that we may know your rest and our children may know where true rest is found in your son, Jesus Christ, in his goodness, in his love and in his mercy that alone sustains us all all our days. So come to him, all who are weary and heavy laden, those who have never rested a day in your life, those who do not even know how to rest or what it is. Come to him, and he will give you rest, the rest that he knows that you need for today and all the days ahead. Amen. Now may the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, guard your hearts and your minds. In Christ Jesus, our Lord. Amen.